Hello and welcome to the Glowing Up Podcast with your host, Shireen, helping women to manifest and intentionally glow up, be their best versions and ultimately live the life you deserve, no matter your circumstances. Shireen shares her experience of being a single mother and how she used her circumstances to turn her pain into her power through intentional manifesting. If this sounds like a bit of you, then stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So let's talk. Today, I want to talk about single motherhood, because that is something which most likely was the main thing I would say that led me to start my podcast in the first place um and if you're listening to this on YouTube also my YouTube channel so I really want to just talk about the realities of motherhood and more importantly the realities of single parenthood and I'm sure some of you will be able to resonate with it um and I just want to offer you know my perspective on it and how to navigate through it in positive ways, um, to the point where you're able to really be creating a life for yourself and your child or your children that just keeps going up and up and up. So just to take it back a bit, I became a single parent roughly around four years ago. And in that time, initially when I first had my child, it was very difficult. Um, I think I, definitely underestimated the realities of motherhood and during that time it was full of I would say highs and lows so I would have days where I was very high and then I'll have those really low and depressed days um and most likely I think I did suffer with postnatal depression and it's not something that you know I'm not proud of I I don't shy away from it I think it's really healthy and really important for us as women to be able to admit that to ourselves and to be able to have a safe space to talk about it and share our experiences on postnatal depression um I'll probably talk about that in a separate video and podcast but yeah I would say around that time you know I was going through highs and lows it's very difficult it's my first child I'm adjusting to motherhood um there's difficulties in me just missing my singlehood and my my single life as a free person with no responsibility so to speak um you know there was a grieving process I would say that was attached to me becoming a mother that not a lot of people speak about as well and it was just hard. There were times where it was just really, really hard and really, really difficult. And I even had moments where I was like, what have I got myself into? Even though I was at an age where I was ready, you know, I was I had a good career, good job, had my own place, working, had my own car, can drive, you know, I didn't have any issues around that. You know, money was fine. Everything was pretty much okay. But the overwhelmingness of motherhood was such a shock to me and such a surprise to me that I just had days where I was like, what have I got myself into? So let's fast forward a couple of years. So by this time, let's talk about probably two years in. So at the time, I think I started to get into manifesting and I started to realize that, you know, I don't want to be this typical single parent that 
a lot of people really bash online um and especially especially when i'm watching or reading some comments particularly american um like youtube videos and stuff and people make really negative comments about single parents and i just felt to myself that i'm not i knew that that wasn't me and i knew that i couldn't identify with the people that they were describing in their comments so badly and negatively i just knew that no that's not me though like i'm in my 30s i'm older and educated um and here i am as a single mother and not a lot of p- people talk about that and and this is what led me to my healing journey because I felt like actually there was a part of me that still emotionally and especially when it came to relationships needed to be healed. And I really give thanks to the blessing that God has given me in terms of my child because that started a healing journey in me, mainly in relation to relationships and my perception of men that I hadn't ever had the need to do before. So I feel like if I didn't have my child, I'd be stuck in a cycle that I was stuck in for many, many years. So I always try to look at the positives and that is one of the biggest positives out of having my child is that I've been able to reflect on and heal parts of me that I probably would have suppressed and continued in a negative cycle when it came to relationships. So fast forward two years and I'm here at the point where I'm like, I know that I'm not that typical single mother that they're portraying. And I know that I'm a good person. I know that I'm a good woman. I know that I'm a great mother. So why am I here depressed? Um, And I just made a conscious decision. Something happened to me, you know, around that time where something just switched in my brain. And I just felt like, no, I am in control of my life. I hold the power and I can shift my life in any direction that I want if I want to become that typical parent that they're talking about you can definitely go down that path but if I know myself and I want to move forward and continue to be a great woman and continue to be a great mother then this is the direction that I need to take so at that point something switched in me and I started my manifestation journey I started to become more aware and conscious of my thoughts I took the time to heal my myself and healing never really it's not a a thing that just ends but you know just work on myself and focus on myself um it was a time I'm not gonna lie where I had to cut off a few people friendship wise and that's not to say that those people are bad people but I knew that at the time they weren't helping my growth they weren't helping me to stay in a positive mindset and maybe some of you will find this as well that there are just some people around you that I felt like to see you kind of down and suffer and to remind you of your situation rather than trying to help you, trying to uplift you, trying to propel you to new heights. It's almost like, oh, your situation is making me feel better about my situation. So I just felt like at the time that I needed to cut people out, I needed to really focus on myself. I had to get rid of the chitter chatter going on. You know, when you go to your friends and you start moaning and bitching about this, that, and the other, I really didn't even want to go down that path. So yes, I cut off friends. I cut off friendships. I really became so isolated away from people, but it was at a time that was needed and I was okay with it. Now I'm not saying for people to go and do that. Um, when I did it, I probably didn't explain to people why I just kind of was so into myself and my child and just trying to keep myself mentally stable and okay that 
I didn't even speak to people about why I didn't want to speak to them. I just felt like they should know because of what they're asking me and what they keep trying to bring up. And, you know, they should be able to sense that I'm not in that space where I'm able to talk about things. And I think that was a trauma response as well. You know, what I had gone through was so traumatic for me at the time that I just wasn't able to talk. You know, the words just can't, wouldn't and couldn't come out of my mouth. Um, so all that information that people wanted to know, I physically couldn't give it to them because I couldn't say anything. Like I, it's almost like there was a block at that time. Whereas the way that I'm talking about things now, I would never have been able to speak like this a few years ago. So I think I got to a space where I just kind of re- isolated myself, hibernated myself, stayed focused, you know, trying to keep myself positive. I still did the baby things like I didn't isolate completely. You know, I did go to baby groups, which helped because I was meeting women that didn't know me. Um, I would go for regular walks in the park and kind of get one with nature, which actually sounds weird because I really don't like mud and grass and things like that. But it really helped just to be out, be out in the sunshine, you know, just be in my own little world, but outside in the sunshine and in the daylight and taking my daughter for walks. And she loved that. So it was a place where I was just like, this is me. And it actually helped that COVID had come at that time. So the pandemic was here and people had to isolate. So it kind of came at a right time where I didn't need to be around other people because we wasn't really supposed to be, um, even though I know people did and you probably did too, but we didn't actually need to be. So it enabled me to just hibernate and be in a space of contentment with myself. So for me, COVID was really a blessing in a way. Um, It enabled me to just become one with myself. I didn't rely on anybody. I didn't ask anyone for any help or any support. I really just focused on myself, keeping myself healthy, um, keeping myself content. It didn't even need to be a place of being happy, but just making sure that my mental health was stable and I didn't get into a dark, you know, deeper depression. Because I, like I said, the first couple of years, probably the first year I found the toughest of motherhood as a parent. And I would say that that could have, I had postnatal depression during that first year and that could have really taken a turn for the worse if I wasn't conscious enough to get myself out of that mindset. And it was really a conscious decision. So I feel like if any of you are in a similar situation where, you know, you're struggling with motherhood, you're struggling, um, maybe you're a single parent as well, when you're just struggling, it, it doesn't stay that way every single day. Yes, you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. But I think what was important for me was staying, when I was going through my dips and my low periods, I always, almost had this feeling and knowing deep, deep down that it's okay feel this way today. It's okay to feel like that. It's okay to feel down. You don't have to front it. You don't have to put a smile on your face every single day. It's okay to not be okay. And I would feel that I wouldn't try to suppress it. And then, you know, over the next couple of days, that would pass, that feeling would pass and my mood would kind of stabilize again and I'll be okay. So just know that it's not constant. It's not permanent. Um, and don't suppress feelings that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel like, you know, you're not maybe doing enough when really you are. Remind yourself that you're doing the best that you can each and every day. And if it does get to the point where you really are struggling, like don't be, you know, too uh, prideful to ask for help. 
ask for that help, whether it's from a family member, a friend, whether it's from a professional, like seek out help from someone that you trust, who you know can help you and be there for you. Not necessarily every day, but for me, I had counselling. So during the first year of motherhood, I did refer through my midwife, actually. And I just said, you know what, I feel like I need counselling. And she made a referral for me. And it was with a group. I don't think they even exist now, but it was with a counselling service that offered it online on a weekly basis for an hour. And it was for specifically for mothers um, and pregnant women. So women who had children under five and pregnant women. So it was a specialist counseling service. And trust me, when I say this, it just helped me so much. Like, I don't know where that counselor woman is now. And I'm, you know, I'm sure she's met so many women through her time and her years as a counselor, but I really appreciated that those sessions I'm so glad they took me on and it was just having that space to speak to someone separate from my family from my friends that I felt that I could just open up to and speak freely without the judgment and it helped me so so much and most people probably would have even known I had counseling so it's nothing to be ashamed of um I think it lasted about six weeks so I would say as a single parent like don't suffer in silence because you'll only get to a point that you could crash and burn it's better to realize that actually something is not right or actually I do think I need a bit more help or support and find those services and find you know those people who could be that tribe you don't even need a tribe but that one person or two people that can help you out um I did have family that could help me as well you know so that helped a lot but again we were in COVID times so we couldn't be around too many people um but yeah, it was just about staying focused on myself, reaching out for the support. Um, I really loved exercise before I had a child. So I felt like that was a part of me that was missing. And I was so itching to get back into the gym just to have that release. So that really helped. Um, so there were many, many things that you can do. I think it's just about finding what you like and your interests are and whether it is staying with your friends or going to see friends, being around other people, uh, whether it is having those time to yourself where you can focus and reflect on things, uh, giving yourself that space to heal, that time to heal, not being guided by other people's perceptions and opinions of you, you know, reminding yourself each and every day of who you are as a woman and that you are a great woman and you're doing great things is essential sometimes you do have to cut friends off because I in particular had friends or a friend who would you could say you know things are going great but they would always focus on something that's not happening and remind you oh but this is not happening in your life kind of thing without directly saying it and I just felt like you know what I don't need that kind of energy around me like I am an energy person and I don't need negative energy around me. If you're going to be my friend, be supportive. But if you can't be supportive and you just want to come and know about the gossip, then I'm not the one like go to your other friends and get that because I'm not going to be the person that's going to give that to you. So it was really key for me to set boundaries, um, to stay focused on the things that I enjoyed doing, whether it was going for walks, going to the park, um, just being out. Having a routine was really important for me just to maintain that. And then when we could go back to exercise and go into the gym, boy, I signed up as quick as I could. Like I signed up to the gym, couldn't go all the time. It was only a couple of days a week I could go, I think from when my daughter's around two. But again, that was helpful for your mental health. It was just a nice release, that sweat as well. Like I just enjoy it. Some people won't even get it. But yeah, the gym for me is definitely not just about my body is also about my health, my mental health, my emotional health, and it helps me to stay focused and aligned. So 
yeah, if you are a single parent, or even just a mother, like I understand how difficult motherhood is. I understand it from a perspective of just being a mother and I understand it from the perspective of being a single parent. And I trust, I want to say to you guys, trust yourself and believe that things will definitely get better. Things never stay the same. So if you are in a depression or a funk or you just don't even know what these feelings are that you're feeling, it's okay. It's okay. You know, as long as you're not harming yourself or your child, it's okay to feel that way. And if you think that reaching out to someone for support is going to help you, then do that. Don't suffer in silence. The support is there and it doesn't have to be an ongoing thing. It could just be for a short time, but make sure you get that help just for yourself and your child. You will become a better mum for it. And I suppose for my, my followers and people that are listening to this podcast, it's just about, you know, helping you understand that from my perspective, things didn't say stay the same. So the first two years were quite difficult. After the two year period, that's when I got into manifesting um, and I became much more conscious and aware of my thoughts and trying to guide my thoughts more in a positive way. But then there is a such thing as toxic positivity. So that's why I always advocate not to suppress feelings. You know, negative feelings shouldn't be suppressed. Feel them, but release them. And that's part of healing as well. So you have to take that time and healing is such an uncomfortable feeling. I think I read somewhere where someone was saying it's like shattering all the pieces of your soul and rebuilding your soul to become that new person and that new version. But in order to get to the new version and the new person, you have to shatter every single piece and inch and centimeter and millimeter of your soul because that soul is representing the old you. It's not representing the new you. And that was something that really resonated with me because I felt like that did happen to me around the two year mark. Um, It's quite a spiritual thing, actually, that really did happen to me. And it's almost like a rebirth of yourself and a rebirth of your soul. So you will even find that when you get connected again with people and you're connecting back with maybe old friendships, the friendships are not the same because your mindset has changed, because you know that you can't settle for certain things anymore and settle for certain behaviors and certain actions from people. So there'll be certain things that just have made you feel like you've definitely evolved your mindset to a point where even some friendships or relationships cannot stick or be the same as they once were. And that is definitely something that happened to me. I just want to say that that's not a bad thing. It just means that you're going to bring in new people, new situations, new experiences, uh, new knowledge, guidance, whatever you need. It's going to bring in new people that are going to match the second person, the new version, the mindset that you're operating at now. So if you are a single parent or even women out there just being mothers and, you know, finding that adjustment difficult, it doesn't stay like that. It does change. People keep telling me it changes because children do grow and they grow up very quickly we just have to learn how to navigate through those changes and stay on the right path and know ourselves and not let anybody interfere with that. And if you can sense that people are coming with, you know, bad energy, you need to give a lot of energy to your children or your child. So you can't be entertaining negativity or toxicity, um, negative behaviors from people. We just don't have the time for it. Well, I definitely just don't have the time for it as a single mom to be entertaining bullshit. So, it's all about alignment. And I think staying aligned with the version and person that you want to be is really key. It's not easy, but it will propel you to new heights. And like I said, new experiences, and it will also shine a light on your children. It will be reflected in their behaviors because they're going to see a mother who is positive. They're going to see a mother who is more resilient to things. 
Um, they're going to see a mother who's continuing with life and showing them and being a good role model, regardless of the situation um, or situation. So it is key. It's really key to focus on yourself. It's not selfish. It's, it's required. It's a requirement if you're going to be a good parent because your children or your child is looking up to you every single day, no matter how young they look, no matter how small they are, they're sensing everything from you physically. They're looking at you every single day. They can sense it emotionally, whether you're happy, sad, you know, elated, joyful, they can sense it all. So it really is key to prioritize yourself as a single mother. Um, and like I said, it's essential because your children and your child will feed off that. So I'm going to talk about this a bit more. I don't want this to go on for too long. As I'm talking, my little daughter is trying to get my attention as well. So that's the joys of motherhood. Um, but I'm going to do another uh, longer podcast or maybe similar time of podcast so that we can really touch base. I really want to connect with you single moms and mothers and just really make people have that support system that maybe they're not getting from all the toxic stuff that we see on social media. So stay tuned guys. I hope you stay with me, follow me, subscribe, um, all that jazz, see all the different details in the description box below. And I'll be here with another discussion and we'll be talking and talking and talking. Stay tuned guys. Bye.